That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You know, they don't call him Jopra for nothing. <laughs> what's up? What's good? This is another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily, the podcast where we like to keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. It's brought to you by the BET Hip Hop Award nominated Hip Hop DX. Yes, I'm going to keep talking about our BET Hip Hop Award nomination. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. As you should, and I'm your other host, A-Dub. All right, it's Friday, it's the weekend, and we have quite a bit to dive into. So Azalea Banks has some choice words for Nicki Minaj. As we spoke on a little bit yesterday, a lot of people have been coming at Nicki Minaj lately, and Azalea Banks, she may just be number one on that list, actually. So we'll get into what's been going on between them. Also, Rick Ross has responded to Turk's comments on a recent episode of Drink Champs. And also, Fat Joe and Diddy are teaming up with LeBron James for a new interview series on stars so a few things to dive into but before we do please subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms whichever one you're listening on if you're listening on spotify subscribe there if you're listening on apple Podcasts, subscribe there and so on and so forth iHeartMedia, podbeam all of that please subscribe we thank you now let's get to it Okay, so it's been Nicki Minaj versus everybody for the past couple of days on social media. And Azalea Banks is one of the people that chimed in to share her thoughts on Nicki Minaj and what she's been going through lately. And let's just say she didn't have anything nice to say about Nicki. That would be an understatement. Nah, y'all have had a lot to say about my mental health over the years and like my opinions and all this, that, and the third. But like, are you guys really not watching Nicki Minaj stalk Cardi B, like, are you guys not watching this kind of, like, a psychotic obsession that Nicki Minaj has with Cardi B now and how dangerous this shit is getting now? Like, truth be told, the reason that you probably still mad five years later is because you probably originally wanted to be Cardi B's friend. You know what I mean? It's, like, obvious. Like, you want to go to the Cardi B slumber party and wear, like, footsie pajamas and, like, hang out with Cardi because she's, she's fun. She looks fun. Like, she looks like she's a good time, you know? And I think you're mad and still doing the shit and still screaming because you've completely burned that bridge. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that wasn't the worst of what she said, honestly. Okay, but to, to put that part in context, um, Nikki put out some tweets a few days ago where she was like, oh, wanting to be like somebody, but taking their whole wardrobe and taking their sound is a next level. Like basically throwing subtle shade that could be interpreted as being directed at Cardi. So then, you know, Cardi, she's not running from the smoke. So she's basically saying like, I ain't listening to nothing till they at me. Until you at me, you talking about your mama. And then Cardi also alluded to Nikki having a manic episode and basically alluding to that being the reason why Nikki is tweeting all these things coming at everybody on social media. So there's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of subtweeting going on. So that's why Azalea Banks even hopped online and addressed it. But she also went in on Nikki, um, basically insinuating the same things that that blogger we touched on yesterday was insinuating, um, saying that Nicki Minaj did drugs or alleging that Nicki Minaj did drugs, talking about Nikki's husband, Kenneth Petty, 
talking about uh, <laughs> voodoo being done on Nikki. There's a lot. Of, there was a lot going on. Um, in fact, let's hear some more of what Azalea had to say. Because I had to record this. One. I had to screen record this one when I saw it. A lot of shit has been put in place to get rid of you from like four years back. You think Kenneth Petty just like randomly stepping into your life is like a thing that just happened because of love? No, he's a fucking plant. He's there to report everything that you fucking do. Sis, calling her husband a fed. He might be the one to slip you the wrong fucking bag. Also alleging slip he might drug her. Pill. Good night, Nicki Minaj. Everyone, everyone knows that that is how to get you through your drugs because you're a fucking addict. And there it is. Azalea said a mouthful, a whole mouthful about Nikki. And I, I feel like she kind of saw that so, the social media tide was turning on Nicki Minaj and all of these different female rappers were getting their licks in or saying slick things. And then Cardi was going head on again, almost head on against Nikki. So it, I, I feel like Azalea saw that and was like, well, I don't like Nikki either. So let me just dogpile on it. And this is the result. Yeah, Azalea did say a lot. And one thing I'll give Azalea, I know it's tricky when we talk about, talk about her on the podcast because she seems to have some bad energy when we talk about her. But she she's direct with what she says. Like when she talks about Kanye West, I don't know if it's true or not, but she says it directly. Like, you know who she's talking about. You know what she's trying to say. Um, you know the allegations she's trying to put on people. There's that. It's wild but she is a couple of, she's another person to admit, well, to say that Nicki Minaj has a drug problem or does cocaine and things like that. But she also said some other stuff about how uh, the barbs are getting paid to, um, to mess up with other people's records or other people's reputation or like, you know, her whole barb nation is like going so hard with her to like tear other women rappers down or something like that. Um, so it's some big claims, but I wonder if Nikki is going to do the same to Azalea as she tried to sue that nosy hoe blogger. Like, how deep is Nicki Minaj trying to, you know, go in on everybody to protect her name? Because now it's getting out of hand. Yeah, no, it is. And it got even deeper, too, because on her Queen Radio recently, Nikki uh, alluded to people going to voodoo doctors or whatever you call them, witch doctors and um, having voodoo done on Nikki. And they're saying that Azalea is the person that told Nikki that Cardi went to go have voodoo done on her. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, this, I told you it's a reality show full of drama that has been going on on social media. So they're saying that Azalea is the one that told Nikki that Cardi did the voodoo on her. So now Azalea is coming back and basically she's being anti-Nikki. So it's just like, oh, were you like, did you do that on purpose? Like put that false information out there to get a reaction out of Nikki or how is all of this going? How is all of this working? Either way, uh, I just feel bad. I feel bad for Nikki right now because it, it seems like it's coming from all sides on her. I also kind of feel bad for Azalea because people are coming at her now, but I don't know. I, I kind of feel bad for her, but then I kind of don't because it's just like, this is just who Azalea is. So I don't know. It's, it's all a big, it's one big mess. <laughs> Yeah, super messy. I don't know how it's going to play out, but just, yeah, simply mess because you bring voodoo in it, witchcraft, uh, Azalea Banks, period. Like, it's just a lot. It really is. That's that's enough for today. That's enough going into this weekend. We're going to get into this Rick Ross versus Turk. 
Now, recently, Turk appeared on an episode of Nori's Drink Champs, and he had a few choice words about Rick Ross. He claims that Rick Ross never reached out to him since he came home from jail, um, despite Ross rapping about Turk on a song back in 2017. So it was the song Idols Become Rivals, where Ross is basically going in on Birdman. And one of the things he said about Birdman was that, knew that you would never visit BG. And then he said, Turk came home, take that boy a three-piece. As in, you, your man's just got home, take care of him, hook him up, give him some money, all of that. If these are really your people like that. So Ross criticized Birdman for doing that. And then Turk turned around and criticized Ross for using that in the song, but not reaching out to him once he got out of jail. Yes. So what Turk said in the Drink Champs interview was basically saying how Rick Ross didn't reach out to him since he's been home. He says, I've been home since 2012 and I'm in Atlanta, which, you know, is where uh, Rick Ross, I guess, stays and has that big mansion there. And um, he even said, matter of fact, I go hunting and fishing down your block. And he said in the interview, holla at me, fat boy. So that's him trying to guess reach out to Rick Ross. And then yeah, uh, Rick Ross saw that clip and he took to social media to say his side of it. I'm getting that workout in, but look, one of my homies sent me a clip of the dude Turk talking on Nori's show. Now, Turk, I don't know you personally. Your brother's the one said you was a punk personally. I spoke on your, your hustle and the work you put in, brother. That's what I mention your name for, brother. Not letting the streets forget your name, brother. I was really making that song based around my brother from 305 in my Yale and what he experienced with the bird man. Not you, homie. They said you did a bunch of things. I ain't get into that. I kept your name alive. Now, you've been out 10 years. You want to see Rose? You could come to the say you fish behind the promised land. Pull up there. I tell him, let you in so you can come look at Rose in the eyes, baby. Or you should shit. In 10 years, you should have pulled up to one of the venues, baby. Come holler at Rose. Come look me in my. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all better get. man. Come holler at him. (laughs) I love how Rick Ross, man. I love how Rick Ross talks. Like, (laughs) the way he just puts things. he, He really puts it into perspective for you. Like, listen, I'm speaking on DJ Khaled and Birdman's falling out in this track. That's why Rosé was kind of uh, coming at Birdman on Idols Become Become Rivals because of what he did to Khaled and what he did to Lil Wayne. He said he mentioned, he did mention Turk, but the reasoning behind it was just to, according to Rosé in that clip, keep his name alive and um, speak on the fact that Birdman didn't do whatever he was supposed to do with Turk. Birdman is the one who had the relationship with Turk, not Rick Ross. As he explained, he doesn't know Turk. So, yeah, that that's that's where he's coming from with the whole it's been 10 years. Like basically he's saying, "What do I what do I owe you? What what do I owe you for for speaking on that? What do I owe you?" And if you think I owe you something, come and see me. That's what I interpreted that from that <laughs> Rick Ross video. Yeah, same here cuz that's kind of weird on like Turk's side to go on the Dream Champs interview and, you know, kind of call out Rick Ross about not seeing him. And it's like, you got one line in that song. Like, and if it's just to make more sense of the song, I would think, you know. Um, so I don't know why Turk, did Turk want a little bit of clout or a little bit of attention or what want Rick Ross's attention. Rick Ross is just minding his business in the clip. Like, I just don't get it. Rick Ross just said it in a song. I don't mean he need to do anything. It ain't, he ain't <laughs> supposed to do anything. Like, come on now. Right, like. And then again, like 10 years, it's been 10 years. So where, where is this energy coming from all of a sudden Yeah, is, is the question. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about that one. I think they should just both leave it alone. <laughs> Turk, mm-hmm. you go your way, Rick Ross, you go your way. I don't think it needs to become a bigger issue uh, than it is. I don't think anything else needs to come of this. Just, yeah, leave it alone. That's my opinion. All right, lastly, let's talk about Fat Joe and Diddy. They are teaming up with LeBron for a new interview series over at Stars. And according to Deadline, Stars has ordered a pilot for the genre-busting series, um, which will see Fat Joe picking the mind of various high-profile guests in an elevated documentary-style format. Mm, sounds interesting. You know, they don't call him Jopra for nothing. <laughs> so uh, this should be pretty interesting to see. And as we've spoken on many times before on this podcast, Fat Joe has his hand in tons of different shows, online interview series. He's in other people's series. Um, I think he has about like two two shows out right now, two or three shows going on. So Fat Joe, he's already in this space. He's about to host the BET Hip Hop Awards. Like this, this is right up his alley, honestly. Yeah, it kind of made sense for him to kind of put something out like this. Um, The pilot or the interview series is not yet titled, but it is executive produced by Diddy and LeBron James through the respective companies of Revolt Studios and Spring Hill. And Fat Joe said in a statement, we're about to create the biggest and most culturally relevant series on television with Puff, LeBron, the incredible team at Stars, and myself teaming up. You have a dream team that is guaranteed to, to produce TV gold. So there it is. Everything with Fat Joe is the biggest. I love it. And every everything he does, that's a part of the statement. This is about to be the biggest thing for the culture. He's gonna say the word biggest and he's gonna say the word culture. Like that's Fat Joe in every statement. But I'm excited to see uh which guest he's gonna have up there. I know it's gonna be a lot of his hip hop friends. I know it's gonna be a lot of people we recognize. So I am excited to see that. Diddy is doing pretty well with with producing the interview series. I'll give him that. Carisha Please is going crazy. Um, A lot of the interview shows on Revolt. Breakfast Club was on Revolt at one point in time. Yeah, Revolt and interview series um, production-wise is a good thing. And then, of course, you can't do no wrong with LeBron James on it involved um, in his production company. We know LeBron's show, The Shop, goes crazy. We know any movie LeBron has his hand in goes crazy. So I'm sure it'll be the same thing with this Fat Joe show. Now, Stars, I got a bone to pick with y'all <laughs> because 50 Cent's contract is up with Stars. And I don't know if we're going to be getting more power in the coming years or not, but I feel like this is the first steps towards trying to replace 50 Cent and Courtney Kemp, who are like the glue that held the power universe together. So um stars i see y'all trying to like fill that void with another hip hoppy thing but a docu a interview docu series with fat joe is not going to fill the void of power it's not so yeah stars we see you we see you being sneaky we see you trying to replace power we don't want that do right by 50 cent do right by courtney kemp keep power and also put a lot into this fat joe show and make that big and adopt more shows that you know the culture is into and the culture loves okay because we kind of you know we kind of got stars network off the ground by watching power and then y'all were able to go into all of these other projects so yeah i would just like to see more of that but i am excited for fat joe lebron and diddy yeah, it's going to be a good look. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to get the title of it whenever we do. Maybe a little trailer, who the guests are going to be. I'm excited for it. All right. Well, I think that is a great note to end on then. Very excited 
That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Subscribe to everything Hip Hop DX, man. You know we nominated for a BET Hip Hop Award. We're one of the best platforms out, baby. So subscribe to everything Hip Hop DX. Period. And also follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok. Everything is at Hip Hop BX. Yep. Also, be sure to follow us on social media. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. That's A S H I A S K Y E. And I'm at A Dub on everything. That's A Y E E E D U B B. All right. Have an amazing weekend. We will be back at you on Monday with more daily news. See ya.